Target has everything for last-minute Easter fun. Get decor delivered to your door with same-day delivery. Or grab basket building and brunching faves with free drive-up. Easter. Easy as Target. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. What's up, y'all? Y'all know it's your girl, Ash. Y'all know your favorite podcaster from the 504. Bringing y'all another great episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Oh, Lord, y'all, today is Friday. We feeling good. Y'all chopping up with your girl. Drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all doing. Y'all already know every episode. Y'all already know I got to do my mental health check-in at all times. So y'all drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling today. It's Friday. How your week been? Man, let me tell you, we done made it through a beautiful work week. It's finally Friday. We got some great things that have happened this week. An extravagant thing that just happened today. Uh, y'all already know. I mean, drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling. Y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. You know, uh, I love y'all. I really been kind of stepping back from doing my episodes, but Y'all already know. Anytime some dope, some dope shit happens, y'all already know I got to jump on and I got to talk about it. Y'all know that. So drop in the comments. Let your girl know how y'all doing. How y'all been? I really do miss y'all. Like I say, uh, football season is coming. Uh, what else? Basketball season. Uh, I see the Hawks are, are, are doing very well. Like I say. Y'all know I don't watch basketball. Y'all know I'm a diehard football fan, so I'm, I'm ready for my Saints this season. Um, really looking forward to seeing what's what's gonna pop off. There go my boy B. Hey B, what's up, my baby? You know I'm excited today, man. Huh. I, I'm, I'm excited, but you know I got to talk about it. And yes, I do have your favorite picture. But let me know how you feeling, babe. It's Friday. How your week been? What's what's been going on? Drop in the comments. Y'all let me know what's what's up. How y'all feeling? <sighs> like I say, uh, today is a good day. I'm excited. It's Friday. I started my new job last week. So yes, yes, yes. So I, I'm blessed to have walked into a better job um, that completely just understands my mental, everything that I've been going on, that has been going on. So I'm thankful for the new job. Uh, what else? What else has been going on with me this week? Uh, I've just been chilling, getting everything ready for next month. I got some great new episodes that are coming for the month of July. Um, Y'all know I'm going to finish the month out. Again, this is June. Y'all know I'm celebrating all the black men. So um, yes, I've had to move some episodes around simply because of my work schedule. So I've had to move some episodes around. So tonight, the episode that was supposed to have been Thursday night, I'm going to actually do tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I am doing an episode Sunday 
And then I'm doing an episode Tuesday, July 1st. I'm not doing an episode, which is Thursday. I might um, jump on, but uh, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Brandon says he is currently on vacation in St. Pete with the fam. Yes, I am absolutely enjoying myself. Like I said, I started my new job last week uh, and, and I love it. You know, like I say, it, it gives me peace. I'm still working from home. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, let's see. Like I said, y'all know my daughter graduated on the ninth. Uh, my baby girl is going to the sixth grade. So I'm absolutely ecstatic about the new year. Um, what else is going on? What else can I tell y'all had going on? Oh, I do have some events planned, um, for the remainder of 2021. Um, I was supposed to have been in a pop-up shop last weekend, but unfortunately, um, to play it safe, I knew the storm was coming. Um, so I didn't want to take any chances. So I did not get a chance to participate in that pop-up shop. Um, but there is another one coming in August. I will keep everyone informed and posted. So again, if you are in the New Orleans area, y'all come holler at your girl. You know, Black Girl Interrupted will be live. Um, so... I mean, let's jump right on into today's conversation. I'm not going to even hold up with any further ado. I want to know how everybody feels today. So Derek Chauvin has been sentenced. Whew. Man, man, man. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I, I want to know how, how does everybody feel about that? He's been sentenced today. He was sentenced to 22 and a half years. Let's talk about it. I, I really want to talk about it. I got a chance once I got off work to watch as the sentencing was, was passed down. Um, and it's a lot of things that really, truly rubbed me the wrong way in regards to the case, um, in regards to the sentencing. Like I say, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, do I feel like 22 and a half years was enough? No, I do not. Um, I feel like he should have got the max. Um, and it seems to me that, that that 22 and a half years is what they're giving police officers in Minneapolis who kill people, police officers that murder people. Um, like the black police officer that, that killed the white woman was sentenced to 22 years. So is, is that anybody in Minneapolis, you know, let me know, is that the standard sentence? Are they not sentenced to anything more than 22 years? Or more than you know, twenty five years. I just want to know, like seriously. Um, I don't know. I, like I say, you got one down. We have three more to go. Um, I know the trial for the other three officers, if I'm not mistaken, does start in August. So don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Um, but I think it does start in August. Um, and y'all already know I'm gonna do a show in regards to that, because I do want to talk about that. Um, so, uh, like I say, I, I just, I really just don't feel like 22 and a half years is enough. Um, yes, I do see they did give him credit for the 100 plus days that he has sat in jail. Um, I really don't feel like he deserves any credit. Um, I feel like that should have started from today that he was sentenced to 22 and a half years. I feel like he should not have got anytime sir but hey i'm not the law so we have to abide by it so yeah he was sentenced today um so going into this right here 
22 and a half years was justice served or do you think it was just a slap on the wrist that's what i want to know you know drop in the comments y'all let me know y'all know what y'all felt about the sentence today um what were your thoughts i really truly want to know and as i'm waiting on y'all to continue to drop your comments um i do want to let me play this video because looking at his face today didn't look any different than it looked three months ago you know here he was today and there he was three months ago when he was convicted of all three charges it still looks like he has an ugly smug look on his face it really truly does um and i guess he really thought he wasn't gonna get that much time i feel like his lawyer is is full of crap because i don't feel like the public played a role in this i mean outside of the bat you were a you were a murderer you murdered a man you sat on a man's you kneeled let me come let me correct that you kneeled on a man's neck for nine minutes nine and a half minutes so you don't feel like you should be punished for that you feel like you should get a slap on the wrist like the rest of these police officers have been getting i don't agree like i said 22 and a half years i really don't feel like that's long enough but again who am i i'm not the judge the jury the executioner i'm not any of that but i really feel that way hey big brother so there go my big brother will y'all don't forget tap in with him on mondays no sundays and tuesdays he has the adhd hour podcast on sundays and then the black male podcast on tuesdays uh 7 p.m central time 8 p.m eastern time for the black male podcast on sundays the adhd hour podcast is at four o'clock eastern time no four o'clock central time five o'clock eastern time i hope i got the times right um but y'all highlight him he has some great things coming up especially for the black men i'm looking forward to his upcoming episodes so y'all hold tight let me roll this video like i say this is the sentence being held down uh being passed down to Derek chauvin and then i want to talk about it was 22 and a half years enough i wanted to thank everybody for being here and for providing the input you did not just the people who were in the courtroom here but also those who provided written statements uh both from the floyd family and the defendant's family I've read all the impact statements that were submitted earlier and listened carefully to all the input here today. And it is truly appreciated that you took the time to stay with this case and to provide me with input. I have reviewed the pre-sentence investigation and carefully considered all the facts of the case and the law, but my comments are actually going to be very brief because most of it's going to be in writing. I have a 22-page memorandum that is going to be attached to the sentencing order. And why am I doing it in writing? To emphasize the fact that determining the appropriate sentence in any case, and in this case, is a legal analysis. It's applying the rule of law to the facts of an individual and specific case. And that is why, as opposed to trying to be being profound here on the record, I prefer that you 
read the legal analysis that explains how I determine the sentence in this case. What the case is, or what the sentence is not based on, is emotion or sympathy. But at the same time, I want to acknowledge the deep and tremendous pain that all the families are feeling, especially the Floyd family. You have our sympathies. And I acknowledge and hear the pain that you are feeling. I acknowledge the pain not only of those in this courtroom, but the Floyd family who are outside this courtroom and other members of the community. It has been painful throughout Hennepin County, throughout the state of Minnesota, and even the country. But most importantly, we need to recognize the pain of the Floyd family. I'm not going to attempt to be profound or clever because it's not the appropriate time. I'm not basing my sentence also on public opinion. I'm not basing it on any attempt to send any messages. A trial court judge, the job of a trial court judge is to apply the law to specific facts and to deal with individual cases. And so, Mr. Chauvin, as to count one, based on the verdict of the jury, finding you guilty of unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony under Minnesota Statute 609.19 subdivision 2 paren 1, it is the judgment of the court that you now stand convicted of that offense. Pursuant to Minnesota Statute uh, Section 60904, counts two and three will remain unadjudicated as they are lesser offenses of count one. As sentence for count one, the court commits you to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections for a period of 270 months. That's 270. That is a 10-year addition to the presumptive sentence of 150 months. This is based on your uh, abuse of a position of trust and authority and also the particular cruelty shown to George Floyd. You are granted credit for 199 days already served. Pay the mandatory surcharge of $78 to be paid from prison wages. You're prohibited from possessing firearms, ammunition, or explosives for the remainder of your life. Provide a DNA sample as required by law. Register as a predatory offender as required by law. And then you will receive a copy of the order and also the attached memorandum explaining the court's analysis. Anything further from the state? If this needs to be decided, we just ask that it be executed forthwith. Defendant is remanded to the custody of the sheriff to be transported uh, back to the DOC or whichever custody is currently holding him. Anything for the defense? All right. Thank you. We are adjourned. And there you have it. The sentence passed down from Judge Peter Cahill. He said that his words would be brief, and they were. 22 and a half years when you add up the months that he just mentioned there. That is the sentence for Derek Chauvin for killing George Floyd on that day last year in Minneapolis. So again, 22 and a half years. 22.5 years. 22. 
22 years. Let, let, let's say that. 22 years. There are non-violent offenders that get sentenced more time than that. You, call, you murdered a man in cold blood and all you got was 22 and a half years. In which I doubt if he'll even do the full 22. I'm almost willing to bet that they're not going to make him do the whole 22 and a half years. He'll probably do maybe seven, maybe the most 10. And then probably do the rest on probation. But then again, who knows? Who knows, y'all? Who knows? So Brandon says, this is simply just another slap on the wrist. They're, going, they're just going to continue to take the lives of our innocent black children until they start getting convicted and handed heavy or even max sentences. Right. My thing is at the end of the day, I feel like once they're convicted, they shouldn't get their pension. I feel like the pension should go to the family of the person that they murdered. That's just my opinion. You know, I don't feel like they should get a slap on the wrist because you cold-bloodedly took a person's life. You kneeled on this man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds, almost 10 minutes. Almost 10 minutes. Almost 10 minutes. My cousin say, what the fuck? No cousin, not two years. 22 years, 22.5 years. I posted 22.5 years. She said they're not. Big brother will say I agree. Yeah. I don't believe he's going to even serve. I, like I said, and I think I'm pushing it by saying seven years. Maybe 10. You know what? Let's let's meet somewhere in the middle. Maybe he'll do eight years, and I can guarantee you the rest of what they'll make him do on probation or parole. I'm positive. Just hold tight for the appeal, because you know it's coming. You know the appeal is coming. So I want y'all to drop in the comments. 22 and a half years. Do y'all feel like justice was served, or was it a slap on the wrist? You know, no, no sentence can want, can bring the person back. It can't warrant the pain that the family feels, you know, for the loss. But it just sickened me. So my brother Dexter, hey, hey, little brother. Y'all, man, on Monday nights, y'all check in with Dex, Dre, and Matt, baby. We're breaking the stigma. Oh. They get some real on there, okay? They are Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. And yes, Breaking the Stigma is on all the streaming platforms. On YouTube, he's on iHeart, Spotify. Just put in Breaking the Stigma and you'll find them. Dex, Dre, and Matt, okay? Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. Facebook and on YouTube. So, okay. So, Dex is saying he is enough for parole on this charge until 15. We'll see. That's what they say. That's what they say. But I'm telling you, hold tight because an appeal is coming. I'm telling you. I feel it. They've already said it because they feel like the public had a lot to do with 
him being convicted and the sentencing. But the whole world watched you kneel on a man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. The whole world watched. You kneeled on his neck with no regards. That same smug ass look on your face that you had in the courtroom was the same smug ass look you had on your face the day that you was kneeling on George Floyd's neck. I'll never forget, you know, when he was found guilty, you know. So Dex says, however, it's also not a slap on the wrist because of what was on the table. Because murder one wasn't available to be pushed for. The state asked for 30 years. Yeah. But 22, but if you go back to the other police officer that killed the white lady, he was sentenced to 22 years. So that's why I'm trying to figure out. Is 22 like a magic number in Minneapolis? Is, is this the, the maximum that, that they're giving police officers for killing people? You know. You're right, B. He showed no remorse. Absolutely just disgusted. Let, let, me, let me put your picture up. You know, like I said, you look at this picture from the day that he was found guilty, the same smug look on his face he, he had today. It didn't change. It did not change. You did not think you were going to get that much time. You really thought you were going to go home. Or maybe you thought you might have was going to get maybe five years, maybe two years. That's probably what you thought, Mr. Chauvin. Same look. Look at that. I don't see anything different. You're still the smug asshole that kneeled on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes and, and 29 seconds, period. Dex says it's justice, but only a small, tiny bit. I won't consider it justice because he's only one of four. Because we still have the other three police officers that have to go to trial too for the murder of George Floyd. So, no, I don't feel like justice has been completely served for the Floyd family. You know, like I say, it's still three more police officers that have to be tried and convicted. But then, too, there might be a little small glimmer of hope because there are federal charges that are pending against Derek Chauvin and the other three police officers that took part in the murder of George Floyd. So the federal charges are coming. Right. Right. So he, so Dexter says, however, Chauvin has bigger issues. The federal stuff is still pending and another criminal charge for assaulting a 14 year old with a flashlight and the state isn't allowing concurrent sentencing. Yeah. That's why I say that's the federal. He's got two federals. Yeah. He's got, with the 14 year old with the flashlight and then the federal charges of violation of the rights of George Floyd. So yeah, but that's him and the other three police officers. And then not to include, I believe uh, Mr. Chauvin had what 18 infractions of using excessive force and you still allowed this man to be on, on the force. So I'm very happy that the Department of Justice is investigating the Minneapolis police. You know, so. 
You say it has to be justice because of the fact they are charging each officer separately. No, all three of them go on trial in August. It's all three go on trial at one time. All three. So I'm I'm waiting on the outcome of that. And then maybe I could say that's justice. But to be quite honest, like I said, you know, you still have other families out here that are still waiting for justice. You have Philando Castile's mother that's still waiting for justice. You have, uh, what is his name? Anthony McLean, I believe is his name, whose mother is still waiting for justice. At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn. And we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. So, until all these rogue police officers are held accountable, there'll never be justice. You know, like I say, and I'm going to keep saying it, the system was never designed for us. Period. You know, start hitting these police officers in the pockets, take their pensions away. I feel like the pensions should go again to the to the uh, victims, to the victim, the family of the victims. That's where I feel like the money should go. I don't feel like they should get to go home with a slap on the wrist and be on administrative leave. And uh, no, I, I feel like they should be without pay because it's like you're giving them a vacation. They get to go home with pay. We're going to put you on administrative duty with pay, pending the outcome, if there's going to be charges that are going to be filed. So, no, I don't, you know, it, it's like spitting on somebody. So, Miss Teresa says they need to give all the involved officers life without parole. As much as we would love for that to happen, as much as we, I mean, as much as we would love for that to happen, unfortunately, you know that's not what they're going to do. You know. So. Whew. But yeah. 22 and a half years. I think it was a slap on the wrist. I just don't feel like it was enough time. You know. The, the state presented. Excellent evidence. The witnesses. I mean everything was phenomenal. And out of all of that. All he got was 22 and a half years. 22 and a half years, y'all. 22. And I'm going to keep saying that 22 and a half years was all that man got. That's all he got. I go back and, and I watch. So as I was watching, as I went back and I watched the sentencing today, y'all. Let me tell y'all what sickened me the most. Was Derek Chauvin's mother. I was ready to spit nails at the TV as I went back and watched the sentencing and, you know, the, the victim impact statements 
his mother. I see exactly where he gets that smug, no remorse, arrogant. If I could just think of all the words, I see where it comes from. So the mother gets up there and, and you know, she gives up victim impact statement. But not one time did you turn around and address the Floyd family. We wouldn't have been here today if it wasn't for your son. And all you could sit and say is, oh, he was so caring. Oh, he had the biggest heart. Oh, he gave 19 years of his life. I remember, you know, pinning a badge on him and him telling me, don't stick me and all that. But not one time did you offer any type of love, remorse, empathy, or condolences to the Floyd family. No, I'm not going to play the video of George Floyd. I'm not. But anybody that's seen the video, you heard this man pleading for his mother. And for Derek Chauvin's mother to get up there with no remorse, no empathy, and all you could see is, Derek Chauvin was your favorite son. But you never addressed the Floyd family. You never did. You are a cold-hearted witch. I'm not going to say the B word, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Cold-hearted. To see Gianna, George Floyd's seven-year-old daughter, say, I wish my daddy was here. My daddy used to help me brush my teeth, you know. And when I see him again, I'm a, you know, I miss him and I love him. That didn't touch you as a mother to hear a a, a seven year old baby talk about how much she misses her father. But all you could do was get up there and say, Derek Chauvin was had a big heart. He was. This, he was that. Like you just painted this picture of this angel when in reality, everybody in the world saw a devil. Nine minutes and 29 seconds she kneeled on George Floyd's neck. Like nothing. With not a care in the world. Zero. And we were supposed to care today about your son? Is that what we were supposed to care about? Miss Carolyn Palenti or whatever your name is? Is that what we were supposed to care about? We were supposed to care about your son being locked up for 22 and a half years while a family grieves and they have to go to the cemetery to go see their loved one? 22 years. But they have to go. You get a chance to go see your child. You can talk to him on the phone. You can go to the prison to go see him. George Floyd's family has to go to a cemetery to go see and talk to him. That's what he has to do. So you expect me, me, Ashley Pitts, I'm supposed to feel some kind of way for a man that looks like this? That had no care in the world. Um, let me go back to this one. 
I'm supposed to care about a man that didn't think he was going to be convicted? Even, even in his photo line, he still has a smug look on his face. The only one that looks like he has some type of remorse is Officer Lane. He about the only one. Derek Chauvin, you disgust me. Your mother disgusts me. I absolutely have sat back and I see exactly where you get it from. Your mother taught you how to be smug. Your mother taught you how to be cold-hearted. Because again, you had no regards. Your mother had no regards for the Floyd family. She got up there and made her victim impact statement about herself and how she's losing. But not once did you take into consideration a seven-year-old child who's going to grow up without her father. Let's have that discussion, Ms. Palenti. That's what I want to discuss. So Ms. Teresa says, I know proper justice will never happen because our justice system is completely broken. And she said, I'm sorry, but the justice system is going to always favor a white man over a black man, even when the white man is 100% in the wrong. Right. Facts. My cousin says, say it again, a cold-hearted witch. That's exactly what Carolyn Palenti is. If you go back and you listen to her victim's impact statement, she talked about her loss. My son is going away. I won't be able to hug my son. By the time my son comes home, me and my husband will probably be dead. Really, lady? Really? But again, you have a family that's dealing with a loved one that is dead because of your son. And all you could do is get up there and say, your loss. You did not one time turn your pigeon head around and address Gianna or the George Floyd family and say, you know what? My heart goes out to you. No one was a winner in this situation. You lost a son, a daughter lost her father. Let's have that conversation. Excuse me. Let's have that conversation. It's absolutely sickening to me. Yes, we as parents, you know, we always try to see the good in our children, but the worst thing that we could do is uphold our children when they're wrong. That's the worst thing we could do as parents is to uphold our children in their wrongdoings. But you know what? You have a lot of parents that do that. But that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother show. But it absolutely sickened me today to see that. I will give Derek Chauvin 1.5 seconds of respect. I thank you for when you got up to, to speak, that you acknowledge the George Floyd family and you offer their condolences. Whether it was sincere or not, you did more than your smug-ass mother. You did more than your smug-ass mother. Maybe you do have some type of common sense. 
Maybe you do. But it absolutely just sickened me to see that. Y'all already know I got the video. Y'all already know I got it. Y'all know, and I'm going to play it because I want to talk about it. You know, Miss Teresa says the expression on his face clearly shows he has no remorse for what he did. No, he doesn't. I think it's more so he didn't believe that he was going to be convicted. I sense the arrogance. His mother, same way. Again, I see where the smug ignorance comes from. It, it was taught. His mother. You watched the video like everybody else did. You saw your son kneel on Mr. Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds, but then you want to get up here and you want to paint this picture like your son is just this old angel, but not including the fact that he has pending federal charges for beating a 14-year-old in the head with a flashlight, causing the young man to have to get stitches. Not including the 18 infractions that he has on his record. Okay. But this he's this angel, though. You know, that's what I want to talk about. You painted this picture. You wanted the whole world to believe that your husband, I mean, that your son was, oh, my God, he had this great big heart. Well, we didn't see it the day that he kneeled on Mr. Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. We didn't see it that day. Or did he leave that at home? I don't care if he spent 19 years on the force. Let's talk about all the issues that your son caused while being on the Minneapolis Police Department who was sworn to protect and serve. That's what I want to talk about, Miss Palenti. Because you sickened me today as a mother for you to stand your ass up there and make it about you. And how your son is just this wonderful guy. You just, it's, it's like you said, F you to the Floyd family. It's like you mad at them because your son is going to jail for 22 and a half years. No, you should have been reprimanding your son for kneeling on a man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. That's what you should have been up there doing. Because I didn't feel sorry for you. The moment you opened your mouth, the minute that you did not turn around and acknowledge the George Floyd family was the moment I wanted to spit in your face. I wanted to. Because you really disgusted me. And I'm speaking as a mother. You know what I'm saying? As a mom. I'm never going to uphold my children in their wrongdoing. Never. I'm never going to sit and up hold my children in their wrongdoing. And that's exactly what Miss Palenti did. She pointed the finger at George Floyd and said, this is your fault. Almost as if to say, had you not have had your black ass in the store, my son wouldn't be in the situation. No, had your son not put his knee on his neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds, your son wouldn't be in the position he's in. Again, there's that A word people running from, accountability. Hold your son accountable for the murder of George Floyd. Hold your son accountable for the murder. Murder. Not manslaughter. Not none of that. Murder. In cold blood. In cold blood. 
My cousin say he going to the Privilege Hotel. I don't know. They may try to keep him out of GP. But then again, eventually, baby, they may put him out there. But just know he got a date with Big Rob the moment he get out in GP. He got a date. Yeah, cousin, I called her Pigeon Head. I sure did. Sure did. I couldn't call her what I really wanted to call her. Trying to be respectful, y'all. I'm trying to show a little class, a little tact. But I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off, y'all. I really am. Oh, there go my sis Kim. She say his mother pissed me off. She didn't even address the floor. Right. That's the part. Y'all holler at my girl Kim. She has her show, Champagne Conversations, honey. Oh, she had me in tears the other day. I love it, though, in a good way. Because she telling me I had to change my way of thinking. I have to speak over myself. So that's what I'm learning how to do. She also says, I want to talk about how he was able to still have a job after so many infrac. Right. 18, if I'm not mistaken. I want to, wasn't it 18 infractions? But he's this angel. His mama got up there and say, uh-uh, he got a big heart, y'all. That's what his mama wants. His mama say, oh, he's, he's, he's a great guy. He's not a racist. Anytime you have to say you're not a racist, you're a racist. Okay? Anytime you're trying to prove to yourself that you're not a racist by saying you're not a racist means you are. Oh, okay. I thought Derek Chauvin mama said something. Anytime you have to tell somebody you're not racist, you are. And I'm going to tell anybody. Yes, I'm pro-black, but that does not mean I'm anti-white. Okay? Okay? Oh, sis, I love you too, girl. Don't forget, babe, we got a couple of shows in July. We got the link up and do. I got the episode guide already together. I'm going to send it to you. She said, yes, 18. 18 infractions, and you were still able to uh, quote-unquote, serve and protect. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know that that, you know. I, I didn't know. You know, really. How you still working? But that's like the police officer here in, in Texas that beat a man and the man ended up dying and he got nothing done. All he did was move to a, a, another county in work. Right. So Miss Teresa says, I hope they put him in GP. If they do, nobody has to worry about him getting out. And kudos to Kim. Keep it 100, girl. Right. You know I got you, sis. Because, baby, we got some great, I got some great episodes for July. But we're going to keep that on, on, the, on the hush. But, yeah. I, I just... Do not understand. As a mother, you know. That didn't pull at your heartstrings when Gianna was, was talking about her dad? That didn't pull at your heart when his brother got up and spoke? That didn't pull at your heartstrings when his nephew got up and spoke? Miss Palenti? Y'all already know I got the video. Let, let, me, let me roll the video. And then I want to talk about it. I, I want to talk about it some more. Thank you, Your Honor. Your Honor, at this time, uh, the defendant's mother, Carolyn Palenti, would like to address the court. Right. 
If you could uh, state your full name, spelling each of your names, and proceed when you're ready. Carolyn C A R. We're hearing right now the mother of former officer Derek Chauvin speaking right now. This is the first time we've heard from her speaking on behalf of her son in the defense. Let's listen. I am the mother of Derek Chauvin. I am here to speak on behalf of my entire family. On November 25th, 2020, not only did Derek's life change forever, but so did mine and my family's. Derek devoted 19 years of his life to the Minneapolis Police Department. It has been difficult for me to hear and read what the media, public, and prosecution team believe Derek to be an aggressive, heartless, and uncaring person. I can tell you that is far from the truth. My son's identity has also been reduced to that as, of, that as a racist. want this court to know that none of these things are true and that my son is a good man. Derek always dedicated his life and time to the police department. Even on his days off, he would call in to see if they needed help. Derek is a quiet, thoughtful, honorable and self, selfless man. He has a big heart and he always has put others before his own. The public will never know the loving and caring man he is that his family does. Even though I have not spoken publicly I have always supported him 100% and always will. Derek has played over and over in his head the events of that day. I've seen the toll it has taken on him. I believe a lengthy sentence will not serve Derek well. When you sentence my son, you will also be sentencing me. I will not be able to see Derek, talk to him on the phone, or give him our special hug. Plus the fact that when he is released, his father and I most likely will not be here. Derek, my happiest moment is when I gave birth to you. And my second is when I was honored to pin your police badge on you. I remember you whispering to me, don't stick me with it. 
Derek, I want you to know I have always believed in your innocence and I will never waver from that. I have read numerous letters from people around the world that also believe in your innocence. No matter where you go, where you are, I will always be there to visit you. I promise you I will stay strong, as we talked about, and I want you to do the same for me. I will do what you told me to do, take care of myself, so I will be here for you when you come home. Remember there is no stronger bond or love than a mother's love. And one final thought I want you to remember, remember you are my favorite son. Thank you for your time. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. Do y'all see my face? Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Quando conquisti ciò che vuoi e sei più rilassata che dopo una vacanza in spa Quando lo stile è il tuo tratto distintivo e gli occhiali il tuo punto di forza Allora con Filman hai scoperto il tuo potere Mostra il tuo potere Occhiali da vista Filman a partire da 35 euro Scopri di più su filman.it Occhiali Filman Let me collectively get my thoughts together baby Because this here let me pull, let me go. We got some comments that rolled in. Hey, Sandra. She say his mama ain't shit. Right. Girl, Kim say her dry ass ass pissing me off. No, baby. When she got up there and was, and was throwing that and, and that's what upset me. She says it's the weaponization of white tears for me. Girl. Then not one tear come down her face. Not one tear. And you're right, Sandra. Them folks show no remorse for George Floyd or his family. And that's the part I, I, I want to get to is because you didn't even turn around and address the family. You got up there and you made it about you and your son. And you wanted the world, excuse me, to believe that your son was just this gentle giant that's what you wanted the world to believe when in actuality myself and the whole world saw your son kneel on a man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds baby you can't convince me otherwise the fact that your son has 
another federal case for doing the exact same thing to a 14-year-old boy, but he's an angel. Let's talk about that, Miss Palente. Miss Palente, whatever your name is, Carolyn, Caroline, whatever you want to be called. Derek Chauvin's smug-ass mama. Let's have that conversation. I want to talk about that. And how you believe your son is innocent. Kim say when she said his innocence, I almost flipped my couch. Girl, I almost kicked the TV. Because I say, huh? Mm, yeah, that's, that's not the Derek Chauvin we saw. Okay, the one we saw was a murdering coward. That's who we saw. That's who the world saw. You know, that, that's who the world saw. You, you, you can argue with people, but you can't argue with facts. So in other words, are you trying to say that wasn't your son on, on, on camera? Shout out to Miss Frazier for recording it. Thank you. And she won, I believe, a Pulitzer Prize. A Pulitzer Award, I believe. I'm so sorry for that. Miss Teresa says his mom's speech is comical at best, a big ass joke. And if she truly believes what she's saying standing up there, she needs to seek counseling ASAP because she's delusional as hell. And the way she describes her relationship with her son, baby, she say that sounds like something ain't quite right there. Talking about their special hug. What's up with that? That's what I see. And then she said, Derek, you're my favorite son. I don't know how many siblings he has. So your other children don't matter. I, I mean, you know, Miss Palenti, you have to deal with that when you get home, baby. Because you know them children going to question what? And then if you go and if you listen to what she was saying, it didn't even sound like it was genuine. It, it sounded like, you know, you could tell she was read, you know, she was reading from the people. You had to write that down to talk about your son. He can't be too much of your favorite. If you had to go up there and you had to read off a piece of paper to, to discuss with your son. Really? Really? Oh, okay, Miss Palenti. I know it cuz it pissed me off. Like I say, when I watched it, because of course I was at work when, when the sentencing came down. So I didn't get to watch it. So when I got off, I pulled it up on CNN. Excuse me, y'all. My eyes itch. So I pulled it up on CNN. She say all children matter. Girl. Miss Polenti got the answer for that, baby. Because I know them children saw that. But so I, I went back to watch it. And of course, you know, I watched the, the family, you know, give their victim impact statements. You know, I saw the nephew. I saw the brother. You know, I saw them outside of the courtroom talking. Um, I saw, of course, you know, Gianna speaking. Um, but what took the cake was, like I say, the mother. You know. Let me say this coming from a mother. Yeah, we all want our children to be the best they can be. Yeah, we say, oh, they're angels. But 
you stood up there and it's almost like you're justified what your son did without directly seeing it. And maybe, and maybe that's just how I saw it. I don't know if anybody else saw it that way, but it's almost like she blamed George Floyd for her son being in the situation that he's in. You know, if you go back and y'all watch the video, I'm not going to replay it again, but you go back and you watch it. You can pull it up on YouTube, go to CNN, ABC, C, you know, whatever. And it's almost like she directly is blaming George Floyd for her son going to prison. Your son didn't have to do what he did to George Floyd. That's the problem. You know, that's the real conversation. Your son did not have to kneel on that man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. He didn't have to do that. He chose to do that. And the other police officers that stood by and did nothing, you're trash to me. Because that's, that's straight murder. You murdered a man. Broad daylight. You know, you're right, sis. She did what a lot of white people are doing. They actually are blaming Ford for Chauvin's behavior. Right. And that's what I mean when I say when, when she got up there, I just knew, you know. Of course, people were posting about it on social media, but I avoided reading the comments because I wanted to watch it first. And for you, y'all say I had to get comfortable today for this you know for you to without directly saying that this is George Floyd's fault you said it you turned around you didn't when you got up there you didn't even acknowledge the family you made no mention of the family in this makeshift letter that you got up there baby it sounded like you got it from a, a, a children's book and just cutting pasted some shit together you know what i'm saying to talk about your son you know like i said you painted him as oh my god he was just this hero when in actuality we in the world have seen him as a demon that's what we saw that's what the world saw you know, that's what the jury saw. That's what the, what was it, 10 witnesses out there? That's what they saw. A monster that day. Let's talk about the other 18 encounters that he has put himself into, these infractions, for use of excessive force. But that's the angel. That's, your, that's the guy with the biggest heart that would call in to... See if he could work extra hours. Girl, who cares? I don't care if he went with Moses and parted the Red Sea. He still murdered a man in cold blood. Miss Valenti, I wouldn't care if he helped Noah build the ark, baby. Your son is a murderer and you cannot change that. I saw it, you saw it, the millions and billions of people across the world saw the same thing I did. 
a monster, a murderer. That's what we saw. And then for you to say Derek's life changed November 25th, your life changed November 25th, George Floyd's family's life changed November 25th of 2020. Their life was heavily impacted because you know what? Their loved one is no longer here. You can go see your son. You can drive your car, go to the jail, and go see your son. Your son can call you. George Floyd, there are no phones in heaven, baby. I wish they were. But Miss Valenti, you're not ready to have that conversation. Because it's all about Derek and this angel and this the beautiful day that you had him and the beautiful day that you pinned his badge on him. I want to say the day you pinned that badge on him, that was hell for everybody else in the world. And like Kim says, and none of the, none, zero of the infractions were with people that look like him. Right. Hello, Miss Palenti. Anybody home? I, I, I don't know what world you're living in, Miss Palenti. I don't know what kind of vision you're looking at things in. Because apparently it's not 2020, baby. Because Stevie Wonder could see what the world saw. That we saw a monster. We saw an animal. We saw a predator that day. That's what we saw. The world saw a predator. Not this angel that you're trying to paint him out to be. That's absolutely not what we saw. So again, Miss Palenti. Baby, just go crawl back up under that rock you've been you've been sleeping up under since November of last year. Just just go back up under there and just don't you say anything else. Just be quiet, okay? That that's all I want you to do is just Miss Palente, don't you say anything else. So I want to talk about these federal charges. Will the federal charges add more time to a sentence? I know Dexter was saying earlier. Um, that the federal charges, you know, if he's convicted, they will not run concurrent. I want to talk about those federal charges. I know they're pending, like I said, against a 14-year-old boy that he beat in the head with a flashlight and he kneeled on that baby's uh, neck and back. I believe they say 17 minutes. I believe that's what they said. So the federal charges. And not only does he have the federal charges with the 14-year-old boy, but he also has the federal charges with George Floyd, violating his constitutional rights and, and a couple of other charges. So I'm going to talk about that for just a moment. You know, I, I know, I, like I see, I find him guilty. Again, I'm not the judge, the jury, or the executioner. I'm just an upstanding citizen that's raising three beautiful black children in this unjust-ass world. 
I'm just a mother, you know. That's all I am. I'm just regular old Ashley. Nothing spectacular about me. Do I want to see? Absolutely. Right. In front of his mother. Like I see, 17 minutes. And I want to say the boy, he hit him in the head, beat him repeatedly over the head. It caused the baby to get stitches. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So am I looking forward to the federal charges? Absolutely. Am I hoping that he's convicted of these federal charges? Absolutely. Am I all for police reform? Absolutely. Because these police are murdering people of color, black men, black boys, black women, black girls at alarming rates. That's what they're doing. I would love, love to see what comes of these federal charges. And these are brought on by the Department of Justice that has been investigating them. I want Derek Chauvin to be held accountable amongst all the other rogue police officers out here in the world. Like I said earlier, start hitting them in their pockets. Take their pensions away. I think the pensions should go to the families of the victims that they killed or hurt. And you're right, sis. The entire nation needs police reform. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want you to defund them. I want you to reform them. They need to be retrained. You're right. A licensed practitioner nurse has more training hours than a police officer. It's almost like everybody could become a police officer right now. Everybody can. Oh, you want to be a police officer? You want to be a police officer? You want to? Come on. We don't care what your background is. Come on, let's be, and be a police officer. It's like they're letting anybody be a police officer. So, I mean, you know, my thing is these federal charges. These federal charges. How much time is he facing with the federal charges? Y'all let me know How much time You know I'm so sick of The hashtags I'm so sick of these police Getting away with, with murder Like no care in the world You know it's almost like oh, Okay I kill a miss alright I get to go home It's like they're shooting first. You know. What's what's the deal? You know. When is this shit going to end? When are they going to start convicting these police officers of murder? 
do I feel like Derek Chauvin was was a a, a big step for mankind? No. Because there's 50 million other police officers that need to be convicted too. You look at Breonna Taylor. A wall stands up more than she does. Her life. A human. You care more about a wall. A bullet going through a wall than going through a person's body. That's all you care about. That's all you care about. That's all people care about. A wall has more precedence over, over a person's life, over a human life. Really. So sad. I just pray. You know, like I say, I'm not going to get too excited because we still got three more police officers to go. Until they are all convicted? No, justice hasn't been served just yet. No, it'll never bring back Mr. Floyd. It won't. But I hope and pray that it brings some kind of peace to the family. That they're able to go on. I hope the money that they won from the settlement, I hope they do right by Gianna. Because you know how we could get when it comes to money. I really hope they do right by that baby. I pray for Gianna every day. You know, I know that feeling. You know, I was blessed to have my dad for 42. That baby only got her daddy for five. What, five, six years? Just seeing her today brought tears to my eyes because I was just like, Wow. Wow. I tell you, you know, I, I get right here when I say it's one down, three more to go. And I talk about them right here. These gentlemen right here. You could X out the first one, but we still have the other three. Let's talk about them for just a brief moment. What do you think? Do you think they'll get the same amount of time? Do you think they'll get probation? Do you think, I mean, let's talk about it for a moment. What do you think when it comes to these three police officers? The other three. Derek Chauvin got 22.5 years. You know, that's what he got. But we got one down, we still got three more to go. Maybe real justice will be served then. Maybe. But if you convict all four, does that set the foundation for other convictions of other police officers to follow? Or do you think they had to do that to shut the world up? That's what I want to know. That's really what I want to know. Did this set the foundation 
shaking my head. So sad. That this baby has to grow up without a father. The fact that Derek Chauvin's mother is blaming George Floyd for why her son is in prison right now. The fact that Derek Chauvin had 18 infractions and was still a police officer with the Minneapolis Police Department. That's what I don't understand. Again, you got one down, but we still have three more to go. Drop in the comments. Do you think that once the other three are convicted, do you think that is justice for the Floyd family? That's what I want to know. My honest opinion, I really don't feel like it is. I don't feel like it is. You know, I, I know it'll never bring George Floyd back. I know it will. But the fact that you basically gave Derek Chauvin a, a slap on the wrist, 22 years, is nothing. I think you should have got 40 years, maybe. But I will say this. At least he got more time than Amber Geiger, the police officer that walked into Botham Jean's house and shot him as he said eating ice cream in his house. And she tried to play like, oh, my God, I went into the wrong house. All she got was 10 years. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Ten years. And what made that even worse to me was when the judge came off the stand and gave a hug. I just want to know where in the history of niggerdom do you see shit like that happen? Oh, my eye read, y'all. Ooh, I think I poked myself in the eye or something. But yeah, that's what I want to know. I just don't feel like, I don't know. You know, my, my opinion, like I say, I just don't feel like they're punishing these police officers harsh enough. You know, you got all the evidence. You got surveillance. You got witness testimony. I mean, you got witness statements. But still, no convictions. I look at Philando Castillo. No charges brought against the police officer that shot him. Rihanna Taylor. Tamir Rice. 
Tatiana Jefferson, Pamela Turner. The list goes on and 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 on. Alton Sterling, Trayvon Martin. Well, he was killed by a fake ass wannabe police officer, a top flight security guard. Like I said, you got one down, you got three more to go. When it comes to the murder of George Floyd. You're right. She needed to get life for that. Right. You don't know where you live. You don't know what your house looks like. I've come home. Let me say this. I've come home from work many a times. Even after I've been out drinking, you know, and I still know where my house is. So miss me with that. Oh, you thought that was at your house. You knew a red mat was not in front of your door. Whatever, Amber Geiger. And like Miss Teresa said, in my opinion, there will never be true justice even if all four men are convicted because there is no real justification for what they did. Right. And that's why I say if all three, the other three are convicted, I still don't feel like that's, that's real justice. I, I just, I don't. And that's just me though. That's, that's just me. You know, And like Kim said, the man had pictures on the wall. She said, bitch, you knew that wasn't your house. She knew that was not her house when she saw the red mat in front of the door. And then you was on the wrong floor. You was on the wrong floor. I think she lived, what, a floor up or something? I think he lived on the fifth and I think she lived on the seventh or something like that. You knew that wasn't your house. Like I say, I've come home and this is like in my drinking days where I've been under the influence and I knew how, and I still knew how to get to my house. And you say you was exhausted. Oh my God, you had worked X, Y, Z amount of hours and you was just too tired that you didn't realize you was at the wrong house. Lady, bye. I don't believe that Amber Geiger and the fact, like I see, and the fact that the judge came off the stand to give you a hug. Never in the history of nigga them have I ever seen some shit like that. Never. Never in the whole wide world. Never. Again, like I see, you got one more down. You got one down. We got three more to go. So as I bring this to a close, let me play Derek Chauvin's impact statement because I could he still had that ugly smug look on his face still see Mr. Chauvin would you join Mr. Nelson at the lectern uh, Mr. Chauvin th this is your opportunity if you wish to uh, give any input to the court and so I turn it over to you and your attorney Thank you, Your Honor. Um, at this time, due to some additional legal matters at hand, I'm not able to give a full formal statement at this time. Um, but very briefly, though, 
I uh, do want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. Um, there's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest. And uh, I hope things will give you some, some peace of mind. Thank you. And I'll note that I did read your comments in the pre-sentence investigation as well. Thank you, All right, we are going to take a 15-minute recess so that I can complete the sentencing order based on what I've heard today. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. I told y'all. You see exactly where he got it from. His mom. You right, cuz, just like his mom. It's almost like when he said it, like in, in that 1.5 seconds, I was like, okay, thank you. But it looked like he was uncomfortable with saying it. It, it was almost like, ooh, I don't want to say this, but, but let me see, you know. It didn't, it, it was not sincere to me. It was not. I don't know what you saw or what anybody else saw, but it just was not sincere to me. I don't feel like that was sincere. I don't feel like Derek Chauvin getting up there and you're offering your condolences. You should have apologized. That's what you should have done. You should have said, I'm sorry for the pain that I inflicted on your family. That's what you should have said. You know, that's accountability. That's real life accountability. But in fact, you wouldn't know anything about that, Mr. Chauvin. You would not know. Because you didn't think you were going to be held accountable for your actions, sir. But I'm sorry, but you were today. Today you were held accountable for your actions. And pending these other charges, you're going to hope, I pray that you're held accountable for those actions as well. I pray that you are. I pray that these police officers will stop and think before they read. I pray that there's not another police officer out here that kneels on a man's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds. I pray that we don't have another Rayshard Brooks case out of Atlanta, Georgia. You're not forgotten, sir. I pray there's not another Tamir Rice incident. You're not forgotten, my sweetheart. I continue to pray every day that we don't deal with another Trayvon Martin. We're still fighting for the Martin family. I pray that no more Mike Browns. I pray there are no more Rakia Boyds. I pray that there are no more Pamela Turners. We're still fighting for y'all. That's what I pray for every day. I pray that Neither one of my children's faces end up on a t-shirt. I pray that I never end the, on the same side as the George Floyd family and countless other families who have lost loved ones due to police brutality. I pray every day 
that I don't have to be in their shoes. That's what I pray for. I pray every night for the families who are still fighting to get justice on the loss of their loved ones. I pray for peace to come over your heart. I pray love surrounds you. That's what I pray for. That's what I pray for. I pray that the people on my friends list on Facebook, I pray that it doesn't happen to you or one of your loved ones. I pray for y'all. I pray neither one of us, none of us have to experience what the George Floyd family and again, the countless other families that have lost loved ones to police brutality. I pray for those families. I pray for me. I pray for everybody. Because we're tired and enough is enough. Enough is enough. We need to start holding these police officers accountable. We need to start holding the ones that that don't speak out accountable. You're just as guilty as the person that committed the crime. When you stand by and you see nothing. Like George Floyd's brother said, there are good cops and there are bad cops. But the sad part about it is we have to learn is that we have to decipher between the two. Who's good and who's bad. I pray on that. We should never have to decipher what's a good cop and what's a bad cop. But unfortunately, in this day and age, guess what? That's what we're doing. It's like any, many, many, more. Are you a good one? Are you a bad one? Are you a good one? Are you a bad one? If you got an ego and you walk around with a big chip on your shoulder, don't become a police officer. If you're not going to do the right thing. If you were beat up in high school and or elementary school and now you got this badge and this baton and this gun and, and you want to make everybody pay for how you were bullied, don't become a police officer. Be a school crossing guard or something. Something that limits your interaction. You, I don't know. Just don't become a police officer if you're not really trying to protect and serve. Because it's police officers like Derek Chauvin that make you not trust the cops. You know, make sure not trust the police. You already know, sis. It seems like all the other folks get the good cops. And we're stuck with the bad ones. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek Chauvin wasn't, wasn't a bad cop. His mom said, you know, he had a big heart and he used to call in to work extra hours at work. He was a good cop, sis. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, Miss Palenti. He was a good cop, sis. Remember? He gave 19 years of his life as a police officer. So he was a good cop. With 18 infractions, though. <laughs> that's a good cop, you know. And I'm saying that sarcastically. A police officer that is pending federal charges. 
for beating a 14-year-old over the head with his flashlight and kneeling on him, I believe, for 17 minutes. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy, you know. Like the Chucky dolls, he's a good guy doll. You know, we thought Chucky was a good guy doll and, and look how that turned out. Hmm. Y'all seen Child's Play. Y'all know how the good guy doll was. He was a murderer. Derek Chauvin, a murderer. Still 22 and a half years. 22 years. I'm sorry, 22 and a half. Let me correct that. 22.5 years. I know it, sis. Child, that's what I said. Hmm. With that letter she wrote. Sound like she got it out of child out of I don't know. It didn't sound too sincere. How you gonna tell it? Oh, that was your favorite son. Like to hell with your other children, right? Okay. Whatever, Miss Palenti. Whatever makes you sleep good at night. You feel like your son is a good a good guy. Hey. If that's what floats your boat, if that's what blows your skirt up in the back, baby, God bless you. Because in my eyes, Derek Chauvin will always be a devil and a murderer. A devious murderer. That's who Derek Chauvin is going to be to me. So here we come to the final thoughts, y'all. Derek Chauvin was sentenced today to 22.5 years for the murder of George Floyd. Was justice served or was it a slap on the wrist? I know a lot of people are torn. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it was justice, it was justice, it was justice. Some are saying it was a slap on the wrist. Right. Drug dealers get more time than that. I know drug dealers get 40 years. You kill a man, you get 22 and a half years. You got pedophiles that get more time than that. You get people that commit robbery, they get more time than that. 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. You get people that are convicted for attempted murder that get more than 22 years. Derek Chauvin murdered a man in cold blood and you get 22 and a half years, sir. I think it is a miscarriage of justice, but hey, who am I? Like I say, I'm just a law-abiding citizen, a mother of three, just trying to make it. That's who I am. My final thoughts, like I say, I, I continue to pray for each and every person over my timeline. I pray that this circumstance does not become our circumstance or your circumstance. I pray for all the families that are still seeking justice. I pray. Tonight, I pray for the Floyd family. I pray that this brings you some kind of peace, even though you still have three more police officers to go. I pray over Gianna, who will only have 
and hold on to the five years, six years she had with her daddy, who was taken in the most unjust manner. That's who I pray for. I pray for the countless other families who got no justice, who have completely been robbed by the judicial system. I pray for you. Who boy, I tell you, you know, beautiful week, beautiful week, y'all. But y'all don't forget, tune in with Black Girl Interrupted every Tuesday, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all know y'all can follow Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook, Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to Black Girl Interrupted on YouTube. Don't forget to set your notifications on Facebook so you don't miss any other episodes. Yes, I've been a little lax this week, but I'm back. I'm coming back full throttle, baby. I'm finna mash the gas because I'm gonna end 2021 with a bang. Stay tuned for a lot of upcoming events that I have going on. Y'all holla at your girl, man. I appreciate y'all tuning with me, tuning in with me. Each and every time that I go live, I appreciate the continuous love and support. Leave a review. Hop in my DM. Let me know what y'all want to talk about. What conversations y'all want to talk about. What, what issues would you like for me to bring to Black Girl Interrupted that I may or may not have discussed yet? Let me know. I'm always open to new ideas. Anybody want to be a guest? Holla at your girl. Let me know and say, hey, Ash, I want to come on the show. I got a story to tell. Let's tell your story. Don't forget, tomorrow night, I am going live, 7 o'clock. Uh, I will be talking about black boys and mother relationships, black mother and son relationships. Mm. Boys in the motherhood, baby, that's what we're going to be talking about. And then I am going live Sunday. I got to catch up. Diary of a tired black man, baby. The black man's version of waiting to exhale. That's what we're talking about Sunday. <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. I absolutely cannot wait. But I do. I really love you guys. Which one, sis? Which one needs to be a show? Let me know. Which one needs to be a show? <laughs> yes. Y'all know. I think I'm going to start doing that on Fridays. Like, do open farms, and we just talk about any and everything on Fridays. So I think we should start doing that. You know, do some roundtable. You know, like I say, sports is, is, you know, basketball season is in, the football season is about to come up. So, like I say, I have some great I have some great episodes coming up for the month of July. Uh, August, uh, yes, Black Girl Interrupted, uh, Okay, sis, let's work on that. <laughs> let's work on that one. Let's absolutely work on that one. Uh, so, yeah. So, August, yes, I am going on hiatus. I just want to let y'all know just for the month of August because, like I say, I have some events um, that I have to finish putting together. So, I'm going to take uh, August off, the whole month of August. Of course, once the trial starts for the other three police officers, I will jump in and do an episode on that. But for the most part, like I say, August, I am going to take that whole month of August off and I will be back in September. Um, but that's because, like I say, I have some events that I'm trying to put together, some events that I'm trying to plan. Um, and 
I will keep everyone updated. Um, I am going to do some more virtual events that I would love for any and everybody um, to be a part of. I will shoot that information out. That one will be in August as well. It's going to be called the Queens Connect. So y'all stay tuned for that. Um, I'm so looking forward to ending 2021 with a bang, baby. I promise y'all. Y'all just don't even know. I have so many great things coming up. Like I said, I appreciate each and every person um, that tunes in with me, that shows me continuous love and support. Yes, baby. So we're going to talk about that, Kim. We're going to talk about that and um, bring that to the forefront. Okay, T, call me, girl. I'll be here. I'm not going nowhere. Um, Cause yeah, it, cause I, I definitely need some more. I have some ideas for September. Um, some great topics. Um, for September, but um, like I say, uh, August will be the time for me to brainstorm. And like I say, I have some events that I have to put together. Um, one in October, and then I have a big event in December that um will be an in-person event. So I would love for a lot of people to come out and show some support, show some love. So don't forget, hit the bell. Turn your notifications on so you know when Black Girl Interrupted goes live, baby, so y'all don't miss no episodes, okay? Because y'all know your girl comes to bring the pain. Y'all know I come to bring the heat, baby. I come to bring the fire. I come to have fun. I come to really just have some great live conversations and have some of the most uncomfortable conversations. That way, when we get uncomfortable, it'll help us to be comfortable. So without further ado... I love y'all. Love, 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 love y'all. I will see y'all tomorrow night. Like I said, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I am doing black mother and son relationships tomorrow night. So I got to catch up. Got to catch up. And then don't forget, Sunday, I think I'm going live early. I think it's 6 o'clock, uh, Diary of a Tired Black Man. Do, men, do black men really have to deal with bitter women? Mm, let's see. Let's see, honey. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what the world has to say. I love you too, baby. Everybody have a great night. I'm going to watch Mary J. Blige, and I will see y'all tomorrow night. Love y'all. Everybody be safe. Be safe. Be safe. And I'm going to holler at y'all tomorrow. See you later. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.